Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. The Halo universe is filled with wonder, mystery, and fascinating discoveries around every corner. With so much to explore, Three friends decided it was about time that they put up their consoles and discuss this universe that has grabbed their attention since childhood. Jumperscape Audio kindly welcomes you to join them in the library. Welcome back to The Library, the show where we talk about Halo lore and other things. Oftentimes, it just kind of goes off track from time to time. It's really not my fault, but how you doing, Shane? I'm good. How are you? That's cool. How you doing, James? That's cool. <laughs> how you doing, Connor? I'm doing quite swell. Connor, wait. There's never been a Connor on the show before. Who yeah. are you? Yeah, who is that guy? Is, who's that guy? Who Who is that guy? Who are you? Who Tell us about yourself. that guy? Who is that oh, Connor? My name is Connor. Uh, he is the milkman. I, I do not know where to begin on telling y'all who I am. Uh, okay, start with uh, start with when we first heard you last week uh, with uh, Terminals. Yes, yes. Yes, you joined us for, for Terminals. You were also in the on. background playing zombies yes, while we were recording the main episode. <laughs> yep. Y'all could have heard me in the background just trying to laugh or like whisper maybe. Um, you, you suggested trying to chime in on the Sanghealy versus Brute. You, you yep. suggested that Kratos could uh, was the, one of the better sci-fi uh, warriors that could beat the chief. Look, in my defense, <laughs> my phone's on. I was playing custom zombies. All right. All right. Um, yeah. Now, you answered this question uh, last week on Terminals, but for those who are in the, the public audience who don't listen to Terminals for some reason, that episode was free. You could have just listened to it, dude. Yeah, I want that premium, though. <laughs> well, if uh, if you wouldn't mind, please tell me a little bit about uh, how you got into the Halo universe and why you're interested in being on this show. Well, how I got into Halo way back in the day when I was... Uh, wee little boy, wee little child. Mm. Um, I had a friend who lived down the street from me. And uh, at the time, I wasn't allowed to play uh, that were rated higher than what I was actually aged. So I would have to go to a friend's house to go play all the fun games. Everyone's <laughs> first Halo experience always starts the same. I had a friend down the road or I had a neighbor across the street that was playing it when I, when I when it first came out. Like, that's always... 
it feels like we've had a few guests on as well that have had um, similar stories when it comes to Halo. Everyone always knows somebody. Like, I've never met one person that's just like, yeah, I became a fan instantly at CE. No one introduced me to it. I've never <laughs> met anyone who's been like that. They've always been like, oh, one of my friends were playing it. Like, I swear on everything. Everyone's been like, I've well, met that, somebody. That actually, that, that brings up, where did the chain start? Who is the first friend that well, played the game? Here's the thing. Here's, the thing. here's my theory. Um... Everyone knew that one kid in their neighborhood who had the really cool bedroom. Yeah, yeah. And they Kyle. were like, yeah, and they were like three years older than you, but they seemed like they were like eternally wise. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Those are the kids that played CE. That's true. Um, the ones with the really cool bedroom. Sometimes they had like space posters, you know, little like in solar system hovering above, you know, Black lights. That's that's essential. True. True. Okay. That is the prime primo cool um, mid two thousands bedroom. And they, and they had an Xbox and a PlayStation. They had both. And at some point, the Wii as well. The Wii. <laughs> nah, that was late. That was later. That's was, was later. But I'm saying at some point, uh, the Wii is a family console. Yeah, but it was always. It was in. Okay, well, the I guess Wii it wasn't even. is a console for families. The Xbox is a console for gamers. <laughs> the what about PlayStation? The PlayStation it's isn't the for other one. It's the other console for gamers. Damn. Damn. So, Damn. Connor, how did you get interested in joining us on this show? You guys are my friends. Uh-huh. Seem seem like fun, and I wanted to expand and work on my speaking and. I like Halo. Congratulations. Oh, and I forgot to mention it was uh, Halo 3 back on that question. Good. Good. Yeah, it's always, I know. Yeah, it's always the same thing, Shane. Yeah. 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 Always, always, Halo. it's always Halo 3. <laughs> Shane, you've never had a unique experience in your life. Oh. Neither have I. None of us have. Oh. Neither of you. True. Everything is unoriginal. Huh. Mr. Beast is kind of unique. <laughs> <laughs> No wait, no Matsu Musa. <laughs> what Shane? What's funny is uh, when you say like he's had the cool bedroom and anything. Um, you're close. He he had no siblings or anything, so he just had a whole separate gaming room that we sat in. He also wow. I was used say, to have a PlayStation Two. He went from PlayStation to Xbox. So I was gonna say I think that was more or less James that said they had the really cool room. But oh, eh. but yeah, for me that was my cousin Timmy. To each their own. Uh, he didn't show me Halo. But he was the kid in the house who got to live in the attic. And um, he had the attic bedroom. I have the pleasure of taking that title of so who showed you Halo. Yes. I have that pleasure. He has that pleasure. I do have the pleasure. I Play. just wanted to be unique and say I played Halo 2 first. Because I don't think anyone else in this room can say that. Get f- but now that Connor has <laughs> joined us, uh, it's actually exciting because now we're back to, to four people. Uh, we even we even asked uh, by we I mean me uh, once again it's only me and James now er, James every now and then more than everyone else so congrats to him you get the trophy today for what participating oh yeah actually being in the server um, I, I do ooh. do that yeah so occasionally uh, the uh, you know I'll go do it right now when I, yeah <laughs> when I when I messaged last week asking like hey what would happen if we had a fourth person come back everyone's like well we like the dynamic that you have right now but it does seem like it's missing something and I'm like well I can fill in that gap <laughs> well I could say to the chat that people have spoken and 
Here I am. <laughs> I will do my best to entertain. You they definitely have, spoken. have uh, shoes to fill. Yeah. <laughs> so so there's there's a lot of conversational pieces that are going to need to be filled in now. But uh, today we have something disturbing, scary even, because uh, as of yesterday, we we ended up actually having a whole new piece of lore added to our roster. No, we did, though. <laughs> And it's called Saturn devouring his son. Now, do you know? Do you know about the art piece Saturn devouring his son? I will. Look yes. Up. Yes. This. I am familiar. Let me look at it. And I, Here you go. I have seen that. I just did not know what it was called. That is morbidly terrifying. Yes, that is Saturn devouring his son. It is based. It is an art piece based on the legend where Saturn is told that his rule is going to be usurped by his children. So, in order to avoid this. He eats his children. As one does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> As one does. I should put this on my wall in my room. <laughs> oh, no, I don't wanna, why would you permanently walk? have nightmares? <laughs> so, so you wake up in the middle of the night and you just that's the first thing you flip on your light or not. You shine your phone light and you see that you will not go back to bed. Oh, oh I will. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, comforted by the horrors of reality. Okay. <sighs> Uh, but no, the the picture is terrifying, and so is the story, because you see uh, Saturn devouring his son uh, is sort of, I don't know if it was on purpose, but Saturn devouring his son is very much in the same vein as Mona Lisa, the flood story that I told you guys about before, where, you know, uh, there was a ship, a prison ship called the Mona Lisa that went to... Uh, the remaining pieces of installation zero four from comedy evolved and they were using the prisoners as test subjects for the flood An outbreak happened. A lot of shenanigans went down and eventually the ship had to be scuttled. Um, but in the same vein here, Saturn devours his son. It kind of has the same vibe since again, it's named after an art piece and we're back on the topic of the flood. Before we get into the the story of Saturn of Hours' son, which is absolutely terrifying, by the way, uh, we have to sort of talk about what happens in the circumstance of a Spartan getting infected by the flood. I know what happens. Well, let's keep it to yourself. Oh, I, th- I thought you wanted me to be the one to educate this time. Okay, fine. Uh, uh What? Uh, that's me pressing the nuke button. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say, I was oh. gonna say, that's what happens. They, they go boom. I did, Spartans I did not go boom. That. Yeah. <laughs> so indeed, in the Halo Spartan manual released in, you can actually find out that Oni has product protocols in time in in place to deal with released in. I didn't know when I released. Okay. Released in. Released in. Austin realizing he doesn't know the release year of every Halo thing that exists. It disappoints me every single time. Our listeners are going to come crucify him. Yeah, someone's going to come in the discord uh actually it was released in 2011 we actually have gotten quite a few comments like that on our youtube channel and in, the, in the discord it. where not like Stop not, not like actually but more just like here's some here's some corrections uh, you know i you know who you are you know who you are you know who you know you you know you Stop it. Stop it. I I, I see you. And I see you not wanting a little misinformation out there. Um, But 
We do not care. <laughs> we do not care. <laughs> we we are that might have been a little spicy. To but give our I best still love you. Take on the Halo universe and have fun while doing so. Yes. None of us claim to be experts except Austin. If we got the color of a certain grunt's armor wrong. Don't crucify us. And, and remember, this is this is the best part about this podcast is that it's not just in 2552, the Master Chief would fall from orbit. <laughs> it is none of that. Um, but in, in your April Fool's episode, we, there's actually a lot of ideas for the April Fool's episode. and I'm going to pass them off to you after this. So uh, I like that. Me, me and Cheyenne talked about it quite a bit, actually. Uh, so in the Spartan manual, there's a little tidbit that actually tells you exactly what would happen if a Spartan gets infected by the flood. You see, Oni fully authorizes the use of magnetic weapons and nuclear warheads. So, in the event that something like this would happen, the the Spartan would just get targeted by pretty much every major weapon system in range. It, it would... It, it, to the best of the UNSC's ability, they would delete the Spartan. <laughs> just, just throw him in the water. I don't know why I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, for the most part, I mean, it's not like, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I mean, Halo 3, there's a lot of opportunities where Chief is literally just wandering in the water and can be just fine. So, yeah, but the joke is that Spartans can survive in water. Thank God they never backed that up in lore. <laughs> I would have been so mad if they were like, yeah, the Spartan armor locks up when it's re- revealed, released to too much moisture. It locks up the servos and it causes a spring lock failure. <laughs> I was going to make the joke. God damn it. Oh, no. So with the warheads and the Mac rounds, though, it, there, there is one other thing that we found out about thanks to this whole Saturn thing. And I'll, I'll briefly touch on that as well when we get to the story. Uh, we've never had it happen before, though. It's only been up to speculation what would happen if a flood form actually infected a Spartan. Up until now, we thought that it was actually impossible. We used that as the example, as the excuse as to how Johnson well, hasn't gotten infected. Well, there was also another, um, I think it was in a book, Chief almost got infected and very Cortana close. saved him. Yep. So I didn't think it was up for speculation. I thought, it, I always thought it was very much possible because of that one scene. Well, with Halo Chief. 3 made things a little bit complicated because we're like, well, why isn't the Arbiter getting infected? Well, a lot of people also said that in, uh, I believe, Halo 2, when mm-hmm. Arbiter was going for the uh, activation index. Yep. And because of the, the, a lot, and like, I believe in lore, it was somewhere in the books, there was a just a bunch of spores floating around. And if you inhale a spore, you will get infected. Yep. And everyone's like, well, why didn't Arby get infected? And everyone was making like all these convoluted stories on why he didn't. I'm pretty sure they came out and just said, oh, it's literally just plot armor. I don't you think, know, honestly, there was I can actually give reason. you a, a, a straight lore answer on that, actually. I would love to hear it. Differently built. It just doesn't work on him. Built different, Shane. <laughs> Have you ever seen the Arbiter get infected by the Flood? No, that's what I thought. No, no. So, plot, <laughs> so, yeah, plot, so plot armor. <laughs> plot armor, that's why. No, he's differently built in it lore. It means some writer in the rooms was like, got saw that question was like, um... Um, guys, you don't get it. He was literally born different. He's different. He's he's he's, the main, <laughs> he, he's one of the main characters. He can't be infected. But yeah, different guys. We've gotten some pretty detailed depictions of what it looks like to get infected by the flood. I think one of the more terrifying examples is the keys infection. Keys. Yeah, that one is tough. Uh, him repeating his own name and uh, service number. 
just on re- repeat. What are you talking about? He saw an infection form and he shot himself with a reverse magnum. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't worry, I, I got it. That's the Lord. That's actually what happened. Shout more, out to right? Inferno Plus for having one of the funniest things that has ever been oh made in the Halo community. It is such a good. Our, our playthrough <laughs> was so good. There, there was so much funny shit that happened. It was so good. Now, before we continue, I want to quick uh, divert and cover a couple things that need to be uh, addressed off the off of our topic today. Uh, so first and foremost, if you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com forward slash jumperscape. It's a really good place to make sure that this show can stay running and that we can continue to afford to actually keep it up and and do other projects because we got a lot of other things that we want to work on. Don't kick us out to the street, please. <laughs> if you want to join the community, you can go to discord.gg forward slash jumperscape. People are active there every single day. We've gotten a couple streamers that just joined in that want to help with achievement hunting because now we have an achievement hunting server like channel in the server that can, are all willing to help with finding all the achievements in the halo franchise one of them is actually a guy who proudly owns every achievement in halo existence so including multiple versions of mcc like the original version the chinese version he did all eight versions i think of, of spartan assault so like he's done I this there's that many versions there's a lot yeah i didn't know that either <laughs> i didn't know they left the u.s <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, uh, that's all there for you guys if you want to join in on that. Otherwise, uh, it should also be known that November Black, as of this episode's upload, has put up their pilot finally. So November Black's uh, short is now up and available. It's not their full film yet. Like we said, it's just a pilot. It's the thing that's supposed to get you ready for the story that they're wanting to tell. So feel free to go over there and give them some support, voice some uh, some appreciation for the work that they're putting in. They've spent a lot of time and money on making this happen. We've had done that too. Jumperscape has done a lot of work making that all possible. So it would be fantastic for you guys to go and interact with that and see what's up. Um, otherwise, uh, other projects are also still available for you guys to listen to. Uh, we have our 24-7 Halo Lo-Fi radio currently running. It is still running. It is not going to go anyway anytime soon if I can help it. Uh, and also we're going to be figuring out this thing, uh, probably tonight, hopefully, but we are moving forward with the idea of getting three different artists to work with me, Shane and James. Sorry, Connor, you're new. It's fine. I <laughs> I'll just sit in the corner and watch. <laughs> uh, but me, Shane and James are going to go up against each other. We're not going to pin the artists against each other. That was a sort of a off the cuff, really fun idea, but not plausible. Um, we're going to have us three go up against each other. Whoever gets first place gets the first artist. Whoever goes in second place gets the second artist. Whoever gets in third place gets the third artist. And it'll just be a surprise who gets who. All three are on standby, though. So uh, appreciation to uh, Stella Artist Installation 00. And we have a third one that I only know on Twitter. So I actually need to remember what her username is because she reached out to us personally. And I don't want to... I know that it's the person that ran into me at HCS. That's the fun part. Don't you mean X? Huh? X, you said Twitter. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. No, I do not mean that. It is Ava or at Isodidacta on Twitter. She is fantastic. She does 
wonderful art all three of them do so we are very very much looking forward to working with all three of you for any other artists that were in the queue and were shortlisted and all of that please don't be disheartened or anything we are more than willing to work with you in the future we just got to figure out what else we can possibly use your talents for because we're always doing stuff and there's always something that i just none of us know how to do so absolutely just stand by wait for us to to find out what how best we can use your talents because we very much want to not only utilize the skills that you've built up but also pay you for it so might as well just hang on there uh <laughs> so all of that out of the way uh now we come back to our story saturn devouring his son so the story itself takes place uh in 2556 uh so not quite halo infinite time uh it takes place after the novel hunters in the dark which none of us have read so we're not going to worry about that plot right now. <laughs> uh, if you want to get a little bit of context, though, for those of you who have read it, the uh, the note on this story reads Saturn devouring his son takes place in the year 2556, a year following the events of Operation Far Storm in Halo Hunters of the Dark, which saw the UNSC home fleet suffer significant casualties from 000 tragic solitudes assault on Earth. So something interesting happened that we missed out on, but we'll figure it out. We'll get that covered. Uh, Book club is probably looking forward to reading that one now. Uh, So essentially without going and spoiling the entire thing, because it's not a very long read. I thoroughly encourage everyone who's listening to this to go and read this for yourself because it's a fantastic listen. I listened to the entire thing. How about you guys? <laughs> uh, uh, I actually got about 18 minutes in, but uh, between doing work and trying to focus on work and listening to the story, I just. That's pretty sad that Connor listened to more of it than both me and James combined. I wasn't going to say anything about it. I was going to. I have to. Uh, it's okay. We, we forgive you. Whoopsies. <laughs> So our story takes place on a in a location called Site 22 and Site 22 is basically a mining expedition. They're trying to find items of importance and they come upon forerunner objects or metal. It's one of the two. And this mining team, they're very excited about it. They're they're like this is career ending. Like we could just retire off of this stuff. We're we getting stuff. fired. <laughs> <laughs> we found forerunner artifacts. <laughs> Technically, they're getting fired from life. So they figure, hey, if there's something inside this forerunner thing, that'd be pretty valuable, wouldn't it? That's pretty cool. Uh, Let's let's see what it's all about. So they're checking things out. They're trying to see what what's up, what's going on. And uh, to quote the story, the miners of Site 22 had become a meal and a vessel for a timeless creature, a monster that now that knew how to wait and how to win the flood. It wasn't anything friendly in the forerunner uh, stuff. It was. It was. It was the flood. Yeah, unfortunate. So when the UNSC ship above them realizes that that's what's going on, that that's what's actually like, hey, there's something going on down there. Uh, the captain of this ship, he ends up deciding that it would be best to deal with the problem by sending in Spartans. So Captain Alvarez, uh, otherwise known as Dumbass, uh, Captain Alvarez is convinced that the Spartans can deal with a small infection threat. They're not even armed. It'll be fine. They'll be able to take care of it. Lickety split. All perfectly fine. 
so the AI of the ship ends up being like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. You understand that this is breaking like so many protocols. Like you need to be act enacting um, Upsilon protocol right now, which is basically keep as many biological beings away from the flood at all costs so that it doesn't spread. That's what Upsilon is. And instead, uh, Captain Alvarez, um, he he's not very smart, as uh, as you could probably guess. And instead of letting the AI be all smart and, you know, save lives and all of that. Uh, instead, he <laughs> as this AI is starting to be like, hey, I'm sorry, but because you're refusing to follow orders and protocol, my orders now supersede yours, and I'm going to make sure that this Spartan is taken care of. Macron's authorized, nukes authorized, we're taking care of this problem. And the captain, y'all remember that scene from Spartan Ops? You probably don't. The scene from Spartan Ops. <laughs> I was looking at James in that moment, and he's shocked. Yeah, he, he looked at me with so much malice in his eyes, full contact. You probably don't. I played Spartan Ops. <laughs> Maybe you remember it. Do you have you ever played Spartan Ops, Connor? I feel like there's a good chance I have. Is that like the survival thing? No, that's, that's firefight. Firefight. That's firefight. That was the Halo 4 mode where there was like a separate you just, side oh, story. You just, no. you, just, no. you, just, <laughs> you just enraged so many listeners. Uh, that's like the survival mode. Oh, so guys, no. we figured that Connor would be a perfect fit for our Halo podcast because he knows so much about the franchise. <laughs> uh, I'm here for the people who are new to Halo. I am, yeah, I'm not new to Halo. He's the familiar. audience surrogate. He is a vessel. He is the listeners. A vessel, you say. He's uh, for the flood. That I never played Halo for. You will be food. Nothing will more. be food. Anyway, so he if you remember in Spartan Ops, there was a moment where Halsey is being held captive and she wants to freely explore all of the data that Oni <clears throat> has on her and John and everything like that. And Roland shows up and is trying to question her on everything that she's done. And he go and she goes, there's many things that like, I don't remember the exact quote, but it's like, there's many secrets that many don't know about such as undid iridium. And he's like, undid, un, un, undid. And then he's completely shut down and he's fully submissive to every word and every action and every order that she gives him. So he unlocks all the information, unlocks all the data. Yes. Why didn't we just say that to Cortana? You think it might still work? No. No. <laughs> I'm fairly works. certain Cortana, first of all, knows how to bypass those fail safes. Cortana is a unique AI. And second of all, probably doesn't have those things programmed into her. Uh, so, yeah, undid iridium was a code phrase that could be used to make an AI basically follow whatever orders you want them to. Similar situation happens here where Captain Alvarez realizes that this person, that this AI is about to remove him from duty. And he go and to quote Alvarez's eyes widened and what he said next came to his mouth almost as instinct. Override code phrase. Acciones secundum fidei. And immediately. Uh, I think his name is Lycon. Yeah, Lycon went silent. His holographic avatar remained active, and he stood as if calmly awaiting the answer to a question he had asked. So he was basically just, same thing, shut down. Made completely docile for really just trying to do his job. Mm -hmm. So Alvarez, now taking over, immediately orders that the Spartans be deployed. Uh, <laughs> bad idea. Bad idea. So it, it, this story does not take long to immediately tell you how poorly this uh, this action was like how how poor the action went 
at all. Uh, basically, when the Spartans showed up, the simplest way to put it is exactly how the story does. The battle raged on with Julians, I'm pretty sure, Spartan, heat, she- heat seals constantly spiking to their maximum levels from the constant barrage of flame and firepower being brought to bear by the Hellbringers and Cyclops units. For a fleeting moment, he thought they might actually have a chance that, his ni- that this nightmare was something he could possibly wake up from. Then the first Spartan fell. Julian is not Spartan. I've, I've only read this once. Overrun by the parasite, one of the UNSC's living weapons suddenly found itself undergoing a new augmentation, twisted into a champion of dormant darkness. The Spartans' Mjolnir armor attempted to enact its countermeasures, pressurizing the hydrostatic gel layer to render itself immobile, and then detonating micro-explosives within the helmet, which shattered the Spartans' visor as it immolated the head within. And it still wasn't enough. (laughs) Built different. Julian wanted to run, to cry, to hide, but he couldn't move. Couldn't tear himself away from the sight of a Spartan turning on its own kind. Couldn't stop watching in horror as it tore apart those it had once protected. And then it turned towards him, and Julian knew his big payday would never come. (laughs) Spartan just be like, oh no. (laughs) Uh, And in between all of this, we actually get the thoughts of the grave mind. Which is not much, by the way. It's it's really not. It's it's just single phrases, single words or phrases usually. So nothing really all that. I mean, in this case, immediately following the payday never come quote, we have tearing, scratching, kicking, burrowing, breaking, slicing, chest cavity, spine, nest, devour. Oh god, get it off, get it off of me. Become, become, become. <laughs> yeah. So that was the Spartan there right, in the right, middle. Right, right. <laughs> uh so that didn't go very well. Uh Captain Alvarez realized what he had done a little too late, and he had no idea what to do. The only thing that he possibly could do is enact both Upsilon and Corruptor protocols. Corruptor being the all right. Uh, there's flood in that direction copy that removing that direction (laughs) (laughs) anything over there that's what that's what the elites did to 75 percent of africa yeah i mean it worked didn't it (laughs) it it works for better for worse uh and and that's pretty much exactly what happened the uh the captain cautioned on an open channel hey i'm declaring these protocols Anybody that's on the ground, you've got a f- only a couple minutes before the Saturn moves into position. Before the ground is no more than ground. <laughs> and we're going to fire, and quote, an arsenal of Shiva-class nuclear missiles. <laughs> temper, temper. <laughs> America. So, yeah, the supposedly they came down. And there's actually a good chance that it did not kill all the Spartans. It's a, there's a really good chance that at least one Spartan survived that that barrage of nuclear warheads. Well, when you have all that information coming together as a hive mind, right? Yeah, I imagine that he's got a very much faster thinking process on how to actually go through living nukes, multiple, oh, yeah. right? I mean, I would also I'm also thinking maybe broadcasting that message on an open channel might have warned a creature or two of what you're about to do. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I was gonna say if, you, yeah. if, if a Spartan has been taken over and even if they don't know the, like the, the protocol names, like for, for, for 
the situations are the flood. They gain the knowledge of whoever the host is. So like he has mm-hmm. all, all, they have all the, all the protocols, all the emergency code words, like they know what's going to happen. So yeah. I mean, there's a, uh, okay. yeah. So like, and they, they took over that Spartan. They know, I mean, not only can they hear like what's going on in the comms, but they have the knowledge of all of these protocols that are supposed to happen. And they can, the flood can learn off of that. Like not even just in that scenario, but just like in general, yeah, just the comms alone is uh, just deadly. And then on top of that, all of the other soldiers that they've gotten in the past, I imagine they still have all any kind of old tactics and whatnot. Still well, that's how they data fa- bank. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's how they found Earth in Halo Three. That's how they found Earth. They found the location of Earth through that way. Is, mm-hmm. is this story considered canon? Yes. Yes. Everything. Most. I'd say ninety nine percent of the stuff we go over is canon. Okay. The one percent um, being. Odd one out with 1337. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to say. And the Halo TV show. That's exactly what I was going to do. Okay. Anyway, continue. So one thing I was thinking, um, do you think after the events of the story, do you think they will put in like a fail safe built into the armor in case a Spartan gets They did over? that. Well, yeah, they did that. The There's- micro explosives in the helmet that were that quote immolated the head, which means basically got rid of it. Wasn't enough. I'm behind the curve. <laughs> <laughs> also, there is, there is the other issue, and we had gotten this teased before this story came out. That the it was basically a little excerpt that showed what the Mjolnir <laughs> armor inner programming was doing. It, it, every Spartan armor has a reactor in order to power that suit because it's, it takes a lot of power to power one of those things. And in case of emergency, that suit can be set to trigger nuclear detonation. It's just the way that it is. And the flood were able to go in and disable that function after infecting the Spartans. So they could they basically just knew how to bypass all those fail safes, which, by the way, I did read this again, this little last bit. And yeah, one of those Spartans at least got away on a Condor, which is a uh, uh, aircraft from Halo Wars. And only Halo Wars and only Halo Wars. Hey, the pilot mentioned one. Yeah, I don't. He said, "I I saw a condor over there." There is a crash site with a condor. Aren't condors just like basically the three four three design pelican? No, but bigger. Well, I mean, kind of. It's but it's very very mentioning mentioning one and not having one playable in the game is criminal. The the mentioning it is almost worse. I'd rather them just not mention it because you blue balled the fans. You can't you can't do that. Everyone's like, oh my god, the banish. There's gonna be so many cool weapons, and the the vehicle sandbox is gonna be insane. Nope. I know. <laughs> I think we were expecting because the banished were there. We were expecting the Halo Wars vehicles to show up, and rightfully so. Probably yeah. just justifiably so. <laughs> like yes, <laughs> like yes, we absolutely. That's exactly what we were doing. The, the name of the game is also something that definitely sets expectations right from the bat. Halo Infinite, especially when you had on the coattails of that release, uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, similar sort of style, and it had everything from before. So pretty much everybody was going in with Halo Infinite. They were like Infinite. So this means like everything from past Halo games is showing up. No, <laughs> you thought not. Not yet. Who knows who, what they're going to be adding in since it's a live service game. They didn't. Uh, I'm sure. In. I'm sure we will be getting. God, we're going. We're going. We're going to go down. <laughs> Here we go again. I'm sure down the road we will be getting a bunch. I mean, you've already seen a lot of the weapons and some of the vehicles that are in the game's coding and in the game's files. There's, yeah. there's a Falcon. Um, there's a spiker. There's a double barrel shotgun. 
Um, there's a banished LMG that's in the files as well. Uh, mm-hmm. The bandit rifle was like in the files for like months. Yes. And it was leaked for a long time and it looked completely ready and it just was not released. The main thing that bothers me and we can get right back on topic after this, but I have to vent. What, what, what's <laughs> bothering me is I want to replay the camp because I have only I've, I've been Halo Infinite campaign has been one and done. Every other Halo campaign after I've beat it, I've gone back to it several times almost immediately and played it again. Halo Infinite. I've done it once and I liked it. I thought the story was decent. I thought I, I had fun with it, but you're adding all these new guns and vehicles and abilities to multiplayer, but you're not transferring them over to the campaign. And that is going to make it very, very stale. Yes. There's like, there's just like the campaign is going to look so like undersaturated with the with the amount of content and you can't give the campaign a backseat again. You can't do that. You should have a way to implement a lot of these guns. Oh, not a lot. All guns and vehicles that you're, whatever you're going to put in a multiplayer, you should be able to put in campaign because that campaign is the backbone of Halo. And that's what people really mostly care about. And it's just, sucks that right now like we're getting content finally but we don't have the ability to go into the campaign and you know use all this stuff that we're getting in the multiplayer yeah at least yeah i'm i want i want i'm gonna keep giving them the benefit of the doubt because one thing i will say about 343 is they listen and they add this stuff they add it late but they add it (laughs) but (laughs) but so that's why i'm kind of giving i'm kind of giving them like the benefit of the doubt when it comes to that kind of stuff Hey there, Halo fans. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with our friends right after these messages. After a bit of technical difficulties, I've completely lost track of what this conversation was about. But last I I remember, we were talking about what we had with Expectations of Infinite, which is completely off the mark of what we were talking about. So I'm going to just reroute us back on. We were talking. Yeah, we went on. I went on a tangent about vehicles and weapons. And infinite in the, in the campaign mm-hmm. while you guys were trying to feed us. I, I was just like kind of looking up and just kind of ranting. And then I looked down, you all, all your, all your faces were like, like <laughs> a, variant, a variant of like confused looks. And I'm like, I, the, it keeps, I kept on popping and I'm like, and I saw like, you guys were all like scrambling with the camp. Like what in the hell is going, <laughs> what is happening? Yes, Connor. The possibilities are infinite in Halo Infinite. So be ready for anything. They are quite literally yes. not infinite. What? It's a live service game, so you never know what's coming next. Okay. It is true. Is that Sonic Adventures for $3 on the Xbox 360? So, <laughs> the thing is about what we're talking about with the, the flood infecting Spartans and all of that, and this is the most important bit that I wanted to talk about because aside from the lore bits... There's just one little thing that I don't like about this story. Let me hear it. The flood. The flood, if you will. Is finally back. Again. In a book. <laughs> in a written format. Yes, and not in the And game. not only are they back, they have infected a Spartan. They did something very significant, and they put it into a literature format. That's what No, hold on. They used it to sell armor on the infinite. (laughs) (laughs) They used it to celebrate Halloween and exploit. (laughs) That's that's my biggest. 
Yes, Connor. You no, look, no, no, no. Okay, you look like you were getting ready to say something. You just geared up. <laughs> I, saw, I was just, I saw like a big inhale, and he was getting close to the mic. I'm like, is he, is no. he about to cook? No, I'm honestly gonna be real with you. I was just about to go money, 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 and that's money. about it. Money, money, but money. Th <laughs> that's that's what bothers me the most about Halo. It's just like all the juicy content mm. is in a book. Yeah. And I like I get some people like to read, but not every the, the majority of Halo fans are Halo fans because of the games. I think, not I the think books. even the people who like the like just reading the would books would rather have it be in a game. One hundred percent having it being in a game. So like, why do you keep adding all this great content in a book? Yeah, it just I I, I can't wrap my mind can't wrap my mind around it. Yeah, I I quite it, don't understand it. It makes me upset. Honestly, it genuinely does. Honestly, they could just put a short video. Into the game, I, I, I mean, yeah, like it, like the the seasonal updates and stuff like that. Like they could have put this in a, like some in some type of like you know like the intro cutscenes. Yeah, the, the cutscenes. The thing is that they stopped doing those right because they cost too much money to make. Right. Well, I mean, maybe if your store wasn't such a. So you know? <laughs> here's the so here's the thing, right? This is what's really upsetting is that I actually really like this writer. And the guy who wrote this was Alex Wakeford. We've talked about him before. He's a fantastic writer for three four three. He's done. He's edited plenty of halo novels he's done community writing for a long time <clears throat> he made a really good fan uh i don't know if you can call it a fan fiction but i guess it kind of is of just the didax uh, like i don't remember exactly what it was about but it was like a massive didact story it wasn't massive it was like five minutes long but it was really good i just remember being good i haven't listened to it in a while but I'm a big fan of his writing. I didn't have any problem with this story. I, I mean, I, I did think that we probably could have gotten more of what it was like in the mind of the Spartan when he got infected. But aside from that, I mean, it's it's Alex Wickford's writing. It's fantastic. But it's such a significant thing in the lore. Yeah, I'm, I'm not hating like on the fact that like, like the, I'm not hating on like the book. I'm just hating on the like the idea that like this kind of stuff would be great content. And when Halo was kind of like not necessarily like as bad as it was like a year ago, but like there there definitely could be some type of content with the story, something that progresses progresses the story and the lore and expands it. That kind of stuff. Like I'm I'm not saying like stop making books and stop making books that you know carry heavy lore. That's not what I'm saying. But it, it's more or less like a lot of this stuff. Add it, just add it, make it, make it into a game. Like mm -hmm. you, you, like you, ha you have a blank check whenever you want it. You can make this into the game. You can, and it's what the fans want. It's it, it, if you're listening to what the fans want, that's what they want. They want some type of expansion on the story because there's just so much like missed opportunity. And that that's basically how I sum up. Like, and I like the Infinite Campaign, but the, like that's how I sum up is missed opportunity. The open world was lackluster. The the characters were just like, and I don't get me wrong, I, li I like, you know, the pilot and I like uh, Cortana 2.0, but it's just like, there's so many characters, like no Arbiter, no, like no redemption for Locke, no blue team, not fire team, no fire team Osiris, like nothing. All, all that is just. Am I the only one that was upset that Palmer didn't show? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I thought it would have made sense to have her. I wasn't like heartbroken, but like I was like. They didn't have her armor modeled in the game yet. <laughs> there's just all sorts of. There's all sorts of stuff that's like. It kind of gives me flashbacks to Halo New Blood and Rookie's death. And it's like. Much like how Rookie dies in one of the <laughs> shortest novels in Halo's franchise history 
we have the groundbreaking event of a Spartan getting infected by the flood in the equivalent of a 30 minute short novel or short writing. It's upsetting a little bit. No, not a little bit. <laughs> it's very upsetting. That would be such a cool like reveal and like something to experience. Like a lot of these stories, they, they could revamp Spartan ops and do something so great with it. And they could have implemented your Spartans into this kind of story. There's just so many better ideas than to just throw it in a book for me to read. Maybe they're just doing all this to stir up discussion within the community and let uh, other content creators explain it to the fans. You know, I very, I very much wish that that was the case. That would probably make, uh, would probably make me feel a little bit better. But uh, in all honesty, it kind of just, I want to. I know I never will understand. I just wish I could understand what <sighs> resources three four three has access to because it doesn't make it does it just simply doesn't make any sense to me that they would be incapable of doing something greater with these very important stories. That's what I'm... Exactly. It's just, these, whole, these stories hold so much weight, and people, like, are dying for more content and something that you can go into the game and experience for yourself, and you throw something like this into a book. And this isn't a knock against the book by any means. Mm -mm. It's just a knock against, like... I almost want to just say the people in charge of the franchise because there's just so much that can be done yep. with this kind of content in a game. There's, sure. there's, there's so much that you can do with it, and the fans deserve it, especially the last, I want to say, decade of just, like, content hell that, we, that we've been stuck in as far as Halo goes. Mm -hmm. It's just like, yeah, the games get good, but they get good very, very late in the life cycle. And I think that's been the biggest problem. And people get like so starved for content and then you just blue ball us with a book. I will say, though, with this whole content drought thing going on with Halo, we've seen a lot of I wanted to call it desperation from the Halo fans. We've gotten some amazing projects and creations that have come out of nowhere oh, absolutely. because we're trying to fill in that void. I would even include library on that uh, <laughs> because because library was basically the same thing as Tarkov, a Halo story. We're like, we want to tell a story that, you know, we want to do an audio drama because 343 won't do another one. Uh, November Black, Monolith, Stephen Ford's short film, Corridor Digital's short film. All of them are wanting to create these nice lore accurate films because 343 won't do it. Uh, content creators going in and making their own breakdowns of all sorts of things that aren't really touched on very much and doing all these theories because 343 won't explain them. There's a lot of, of that currently happening where the community is now starting to take charge, but I kind of like that because that well, is, they're not starting to, they have been for quite a little bit of time but now. When I'm saying starting to, I'm meaning it's starting to mirror the golden era of halo. The reason why the golden era of halo was the golden era is because the, co the community was the most important factor. Forge. Even machinima is coming back. Yep. Forge in a huge way. Yeah. Halo Box Studios single-handedly has brought back a lot of attention. I've been looking around on Machinimas. There has been more Machinimas in the last month uploaded than I've seen in the last two years. And I'm all for that because, I mean, that's partially what made Halo Halo. It's like Forge. I mean, you look at Red versus Blue, like they're just the, the Halo community, all that like that. It, but it's just like you need something like and mods and all that kind of stuff. And they're great. Like Cursed Halo, you know, the firefight. Um, sand trap map that me and you played on a few months back. I don't know exactly know who who's, who developed that. 
The firefight and sand trap. Firefight one. Yeah. Oh, dude, I don't remember his name. I, Ultimate firefight sand trap. Yes, it uh, was incredible. It's it, a fantastic. It, it mod. is. It, it is quite literally like. I'm still waiting for the day that I'm going to get added to that mod. I'm supposed <laughs> to be in there. <laughs> there. There's so much in the like that. If you you think of Halo Infinite, that's truly what I feel like. That it's like battle rifles from all from Halos two to three mm-hmm. then there's a d i'm pretty sure there's a dmr that functions like a battle rifle yep um and then like you have the halo four and five battle rifle and there's like it's a mixture of every single gun every single vehicle everyone's here every literally <laughs> everybody the halo avengers were assembled on that <laughs> on that map and it was and it was great but there's something about you know official halo content being put out Mm-hmm. And being good and mind blowing, and that is not something we've had. I will give them credit with the whole addition to AI and Forge. AI and Forge recently has made it completely revamped, and it's something the Halo community has been asking for since God, I, I don't know how long. I know Forge and AI and Forge has been asked for quite it's some time. Really and, fun and, too, <laughs> and they just casually, like it's one of the things that we've always wanted, and they just casually dude, drop it dude, out of nowhere. Me and James played. <laughs> freaking pokemon last it was night so fun. <laughs> oh i see that is that the one like you can choose you yep. choose what what uh what member of the bandits you want to send out to fight and you can choose a weapon you they can hold. choose multiple that's the thing you have a thousand <laughs> points budget per round uh-huh so different units cost a different amount of points and different weapons cause a different amount of points and they just fight each so other they like, just fight i could send out um like three three sniper elites to take on like his hunter and like five grunts if i want to yes it's super fun and it's and honestly it's like chess it, it yeah. it's really a thinking game it's also luck like yes. we both sent out just pretty much the same variety of grunts with diff- <laughs> the same kind of variety of weapons um mine all started to panic right when the first one died (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's so fun it's and it's really hilarious well shane back on to what you had said about 343's quality there's something that actually is it's a final note that i want to make because i get worried about stuff like this sort of thing so this this short story that we just read sort of it has an audiobook version and, it, and I know the voice from anywhere. It's Alex Wakeford himself reading the novel or short story or literature, whatever you want. Online Wattpad post. Um, he's reading it and you, you can't help but notice how poor the audio quality is. It's not great. Like, it doesn't sound like this. It doesn't sound like it's being recorded on a professional microphone. It sounds like it's being recorded on a laptop and it's all milky because it's trying to filter out the noise. Sort of like our our old machinimas back in the day. Yeah, during the parts for the uh, grave mine or the hive. You can't understand a word that guy is saying. No, not at all. (laughs) During those parts of the audiobook, it's like, right, I literally tuned in more to try and listen. And then I'm like, I can't hear anything. And then I'm like, okay, I, I got to focus on what I'm actually doing here. And you, you I, know, I, had to put the, I had to put it down. I should honestly just show you guys what we mean uh, because we can do that. So all the way here at the end, I know there's a guaranteed grave mind portion. Just listen to what the audio sounds like. Wait for it. Okay. Death. A sheep. Condor. Approach, swarm, hunger, 
won't let you, won't let you, won't let you. Charting, sprinting, slicing, food, leave behind, condor. Some of it you can understand. That's how, okay, Mr. Wakeford, you're doing your best impression <laughs> possible of the grave mind, assuming that's you it, doing it, it. It more than likely is. Um, the problem is, is your uh, 99 cent app store uh, voice uh, <laughs> modifications on there are. Um, yeah, I could, <laughs> could not multitask this. Try to ended up in a ditch. And that, that's the thing. I have I have full understanding for when someone is limited on what tech he has to use and what software is at his disposal or anything like that. But when you're doing an official post onto the official YouTube channel of Halo and it's going everywhere, including Reddit and everything like that, you're going to have this publicly available, but you're not going to make it sound as good as you possibly can make it. I can understand if it was shorthand, like Alex lives in a completely different nation. He's not, he's not here in the States. He's not in Seattle. He lives overseas. They just let him work remote because he's, he's a writer. Um, it's just, it's confusing to me that they would let him you like they wouldn't provide him better equipment. They wouldn't work with him to make it sound better. Again, it's a very small nitpick. It's just, it's a thing that obviously someone like us would care about very much. <laughs> it also could have been one of those deals that they listen to it and go, you used what? <laughs> <laughs> and it's too late. They can't fix it. Yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> so all I'm saying is three, four, three. We have a lot of voice actors on hand with a lot of professional equipment. If you would like us to read some stuff for you, we'd be happy to do so. We have a lot of professional equipment and a lot of professional voice actors, as I just said. So if you could just please like bring it, hit me up. I got my email and phone number listed somewhere. You could go in and find me. I would love to talk to you. So uh, with that all set aside, <laughs> We got questions. All right. <laughs> I wanted right, to do these hear. with you guys. Last yeah, no, time, I, so I, love I love the questions. <laughs> First question comes from Dark Matter Whiskey says, what do you think 343 will do with the next Halo or will they stop what they have? What I'm assuming he means is, what do you think 343 is going to do with the next Halo or do you think they're going to derail the plot again? <laughs> I, I, I think... They're going. They they were calling. If I'm if I may go first here, you can. They, I they're called. They they called Infinite like you know a reboot. You Soft know a spiritual reboot, yep. spiritual reboot is the term they used before launch. Um, and I don't want to say like retconning Halo Four and Five, but just kind of like acknowledging what happened, but kind of just time jumping away from mm -hmm. it. Um, I think they're going to keep the story. I think they will probably make the next campaign linear. Okay. Um. And if we, do we mean like outside of infinite or do we mean like if this is a platform for Halo for the next decade, at least I'd imagine at some point they might just drop the next few campaign or so like on the platform of infinite itself and just kind of keep building off that. Cause it That's is what a, we thought it was going to be originally. Right. Well, I mean, it still could be, but it just might take longer than what we thought. <laughs> this you know? would be like the next Halo story. The next campaign. He thought we like when the game came out, I thought we'd have another story DLC by now. Yeah, we all thought so, but then they fired the entirety of the campaign team. Yeah. So. Well, in my opinion, <laughs> I agree with shame. I, I feel like the story, okay, 343 in the past, don't know if this is still the case, was very reactionary. Um, and going with that, I feel like the uh, 
story of infinite was well enough received that I don't see them doing their usual let's pretend nothing happened thing. Mm. Well, no, I think they're going to try to keep it going, which is good because infinite, they should. It, it, it wasn't fantastic by any means. It, it, was, it wasn't breaking any barriers, but it, it was a solid story. It was a good redemption. I mean, it, it's not saying much, but it was a hell of a lot better than Halo 5. It's, story. Con- it's condensed. It's in its own thing. It's mm. like it follows its own its own narrative well right. it doesn't break and any of its I, own rules i do think we will see more like a few more traditional characters come back um i do think the campaign will be linear this time around unless unless they want to give I, i'd be willing to i know majority of the fan base would probably, is probably like absolutely not hell no <laughs> um i would be willing to hear them out and give them another chance at the whole open world thing mm. i i'm at the point where i personally prefer it be linear. I would want but them to if just focus on how Wildlands did. <laughs> yeah, look at look at Wildlands, and I mean, there's definitely a few aspects, like some of the stronghold raids and some of that kind of stuff. Those like, are fun. The RPG elements were there, but make the world feel there wasn't. The big thing that disappointed me was like the massive conflicts, and there was like some, but it was nine times out of ten, it was like you, two other Marines, and like. Maybe a whole stronghold full of enemies. Yeah, that's and even that's then, it. those strongholds, like they're fun to fight and everything, but it's because there's a lot of enemies. The problem that I have with them is that I've been experiencing those things since Far Cry Three. Right, it's, it's nothing new. It's nothing new. No, it's not. It's nothing new. <laughs> but like, I, I more or less wanted to see like a lot, a huge amount of like large scale, like fighting. Like there wasn't a scarab battle. Yeah. So I, I do think they will return to linear, um, but. If they try open world again, I'd be willing to hear them out. Um, multiplayer, I just at this point, I just want them to release a finished game. <laughs> I want their, I want their, I, I like, I've the, the the most finished Halo game that they've put out has been Halo Four, and after that, Halo has have just been constantly be, being released without more and more content every single time. Yeah, and it's just like Halo Five. We thought was like it took us a while to get Forge and all that kind of stuff, and like it didn't take this long. No. To get to get like a, a lot of the content, but uh, like Halo Five was pretty much content complete less than a year after it came out. A few, yep. I, I'd say a few months. I'd almost say like maybe like half a yeah, year. I'm saying like literally, it's life cycle. Yeah, like of content. No. Like mm, it was right. the same game for the majority of its time existing. Right, right. Like it had a year of DLC and it was over. Yeah. Um, and I would say that it was up to speed with how much content a Halo game should have. Around when Infection came out, I yes. yeah I I agree. I just think they could should have kept it going mm-hmm. a little bit longer while we at least because there were we were in literal purgatory for <laughs> for a long time like that that span between like maybe like twenty twenty early twenty eighteen to like twenty nineteen twenty twenty like the, from twenty eighteen to twenty twenty it was just like we were getting nothing we got absolutely and then we got the teaser trailer for Infinite. And it was just like, we got absolutely nothing. And then like, they just kept like, oh, well, here you can go play a Warzone Firefight Mythic so you can get XP and get your mediocre reward in Halo Infinite. Uh, like, it just <laughs> we'll get your armor coding. Go get your crappy armor coding. And then we'll release coding. a better version of it in the store. For yeah, that's always the worst. Spartan bucks. Dude, they finally released a, a version of white armor coding that you can get for perfectly free. You don't have to pay anything for it. But it's flood infected, so it's all muddied and messed up. And I'm like, but I just want white. <laughs> I just want the color white. Too bad. Wait, is that the uh, Spartan kind of stand there with the sniper rifle and the messed up helmet? 
Is that that white paint job you're talking about? Mm, yes. I think I know what you're talking about. I was trying to find a picture of it earlier. I'm just saying looks cool. It is a really cool coating. It, it's fantastic. It's just it's not <laughs> it's not what I want. I want just white. I like my armor. Pri- my armor colors in MCC are primary white, secondary black. It's just the way that it is. Uh, so <laughs> if that's all that we got for that one, we can move on to the next question. Uh, which, because of the volume of questions we got, we're probably going to have to limit it to like 10 questions per episode. So apologies to those who we miss. Uh, next up comes from Vermin. If you had to be one of the generations of Spartans, example, Chief being a Spartan 2 or Noble 6 being a Spartan 3, which would you be? Take into consideration all the all the factors like the age they are taken and the process of turning them into a Spartan. Spartan 4, you're an idiot if you choose anything else. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to be a legend? <laughs> I would rather not get kidnapped as a child. Well, you got to think about it, like and like, perform slave labor. Yeah, here's the thing. Well, well, yes, I agree. Like, are we going talking in terms of just like living the life you want or combat efficiency? Because if we're talking about <laughs> combat efficiency, I will be Spartan too. You have to take all of it. That's what you, you have said. to take all of it. Every single day. I mean, that just varies from person to person. If I'm going to be a Spartan, I might as well kick ass at it. So I, like, it would suck. <laughs> But I'm just, I'd take Spartan 2. I, okay, hold on. Yeah, Spartan 4s are not Spartan 2s. But at least you get to have your life. You probably also get paid. (laughs) (laughs) At that point, Um, at that point, it doesn't even matter. Listen, like. I'm listening. Also, let's keep in mind, uh. The augmentation process had like a fifty percent survival rate. But this so is you this might is, not even get. This to is that assuming point. that right. you did survive that process. L- L- though. Did it say that? Well, no. <laughs> did it no. say that? Did it? But say therefore, that? but the insinuation is you become the Spartan. They're building the luck stat. You become a Spartan right when you're inducted, baby. That's not true. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't. Think I just used to true. think if you're taking the whole program into account, it's at all the experiences that go with it. So you that in- includes augmentation. And that includes a 50% shot of dying. So if you had an intention of being an Eagle Scout, are you an Eagle Scout the entire time until you become an Eagle Scout? Yeah. Are you a Marine all the way through If you want to be a Spartan 4 and die five minutes into combat, you be my guest. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Boys. They probably have the be- a better survival rate compared to other Spartans. No. Boy Scouts what's, don't get Okay, what's, what's the numbers? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the numbers. I just know the Spartan 4s die way faster. 3s probably have Spartan the Spartan 4s are, inv- are uh, I know, if are you're, very... Okay, if you pick 3s, you're an idiot. No, 3... And yes. But in this, <laughs> we can all agree. Three. Spartan 3s are... 3s, uh, they have the highest death counter just because they got spawn killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, yeah. Right. I'm talking my final, death percentage. My final statement... Though. I live through augmentations. If I'm going to join the UNSC regardless, I'm taking a Spartan too. Enjoy your robot life. I will. You know what? We got brothers and sisters that care about us. I'll do it. We don't even need to worry about anything else. We don't care about nothing else in life. They take care of fools when we need to. That Spartan force. (laughs) (laughs) I just personally would rather have a normal upbringing, a normal life. I feel like a normal person. I'm good without. I'll be a Spartan too with you. (laughs) If I'm not as... uh, uh, cool and stoic and traumatized as a Spartan 2, that's fine. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Saiyan Rage asks, what kind of Halo player are each of you? What's your go-to power weapon and role on the squad? Sword. Sword. That's you. Yeah. Okay. Shane? Shotgun. Shotgun. Connor? Def- Gravity hammer. Okay, we're all so far close range weapons. <laughs> and then there's me. Uh, I guess sniper. Kind of. You're, you just want to be different. 
I'm power weapon. I am a, I am a rushy fella. Yes. Um, I much prefer to run in with an AR and try and get some cheesy uh, strafe and like strafe kills. You were so excited when you against when very you found trash out. BR players because like if you just run in at like close but not too close range <laughs> and you just kind of get a nasty little strafe going, you you won't even pop your shields in a one v one with a BR. Yeah, and you and you were super excited when you found out that you could get in close, grab the flag and husky raid, and grapple shot out of there. Yes, I am a CQB f- a fan. Um, oh. I am absolute dog water with the battle <laughs> rifle and the bandit rifle and the GMR <laughs> and anything with a scope. Um, that's so yeah <laughs> there's no other thing to say after that i just kind of stopped honestly after turning people inside out with a gravity hammer and sending them across the map that's just it just puts a smile on my face <laughs> every time i hear the <laughs> i'm smiling i'm smiling i'm smiling i'm like i think i would, I would describe myself as more like a jack of all trades i just prefer to get good with every weapon that i possibly can and then use them appropriately that's the only thing i can think now, of now more importantly what griff ball position do y'all play oh yo 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 that's way better i am a ball runner uh, I I very much prefer to be uh, defense. I like to stay on my side of the court and just take out anybody who tries to get to my ball carrier. Support. Support. Okay, so he's he's I, defense with me. I legitimately think I don't have a defined role in Griff. I've I've when I think An about Griff, I've I've yeah. The amount of I, whatever the metal that looks like this. The the okay symbol. It, it's like pointing three fingers. It means three goals. Oh. The amount of medals I have in Halo 5 of that is probably ridiculous. I need to go look at it. <laughs> See, I, I don't have, like, any vivid memories of me, like, doing anything. I, I remember, like, doing I, anything. I, no, I, I sat AFK and just farmed XP because I wanted, I wanted to get 152 yeah, that, for my that, shitty that, armor coding. No, you just played, when you played Halo Reach, you were one of those guys that just kind of AFK'd in Griff Ball. Yeah. No, I was not. <laughs> that, was the, that was the strategy. That was the strat. Awful. Another question from Saiyan Rage. He asks, do you prefer to game under any influence, quote unquote? <laughs> and how does it affect your game? <laughs> um, Gaming with a little bit of alcohol is fun. It dep- you, you can't play. Can't do it. You can't play competitively when you're under the influence of something. Mm-hmm. What, like whether you're, you smoke or drink anything, you will not like you will not be able to play to the best of your abilities. But like if I'm playing casual, like you know, just like Fiesta on Halo or quick match on Rainbow Six or even just like something goofy on Call of Duty every now and then. Um, yeah, you you can have a drink or two and probably just ha- and have fun with it. That's but like if you, it depends what kind of gamer you are, if you're playing ranked, I need to have clear and precise thoughts because it is not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you if you if you try to if you try to have a few shots of something, you go into Rainbow Six ranked, you will get slammed. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, one time um, I had some of the leaf. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Uh, tea. Some of the old Mary Jane. Some tea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and I tried to play Halo Two Anniversary and the camo elites gave me a panic attack. <laughs> Because I like couldn't everywhere. I couldn't like process what was happening <laughs> everywhere, and I found myself just kind of like whiffing shots and then dying over and over and over and over and over and over and over. And I was like, 
I can't play anymore. This dude's literally getting us to self-incriminate all of us yeah. right now. It's not good. I wasn't going to say go as far as that. Leaves. I mean, it wasn't mine. I didn't buy it. <laughs> Someone, it was offered. Yeah, so uh, that oregano stuff, you know. Oh, yeah, that oregano. Yeah. I, I do have a funny story, but it's it was in Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and tell it. Anyways, Just- I was... Um, Deep in the spice, if you will, kitchen spices. Uh, okay. Thumbs up, everyone. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. Okay. And uh, I entered a cave. <laughs> I don't know how big the cave was. <laughs> it felt like it was infinite. I, I, I was, get it. Hey, 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 hey. I was so, I was so lost. I got to a point where I said, all right, I'm going to pick a wall. And I'm going to follow this wall until I get out. <laughs> I swear at least two hours went by before I got out of this cave. I, I was going through it mentally, losing it. Like, never like, ends. I, I, I swear I've gone in circles. I've passed the same body. It got to the point I started dressing up the body so I knew I was passing the body. I mean, have you ever, like, lost your Minecraft house under that state? That happened to me one time. No, I no, I, I always have my coordinates written down or memorized for that. Um, but yeah, I did meth once, and <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. I want to clarify. No, it wasn't. That that was Find that it. was a funny federal bureau joke. Of investigation. That legally, uh, this is a joke. You're talking about the DEA, actually. The DEA. This is. I don't remember what. DEA, I don't know what that stands FBI, for. FBI, CIA. You know, Hank works there. <laughs> Who's Hank? Hank. Who's Hank? Uncle Hank. Who's Uncle Hank? Oh, Hank. Uh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, 90% of the Discord is going to be disappointed in you guys. What did I do for not knowing Breaking Bad? Oh. I knew right away. Thank you. Right away. Connor, no. Right away. Home in the north. <laughs> Dad, stop selling meth. <laughs> I probably You're so mean to mom. <laughs> I probably uh, I I think the only thing I ever do whenever it comes to to gaming under the influence as this person so eloquently put it, put it uh occasionally all I really do is just I have a nice whiskey gloss <laughs> and I just kind of sip it over the course of the night. That's pretty much it. Uh, all it does is just help me focus. <laughs> feel a little feel a little loose. Yeah. Austin likes to dabble on the line of uh, under and above the influence. Yes. I have never uh, seen He's this on man. the influence. <laughs> not, not, not above or under. He's on. Next question. <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on. Yes. But, but how would this affect LeBron's legacy? <laughs> how, how does this affect LeBron's legacy? Next question comes from Non Zero Milk MT. I am the milkman. So my milk is delicious. Milk? My milk is delicious. <laughs> Are we going to get a season two of Tarkov, no. a Halo story? Yeah, we might. Maybe. Yes, we are. Might be in development. Might happen right now. Yeah, it, it might not. It may or may not be in production. God right knows now. when. Whatever they say. <laughs> it, it may or may not be in production right now. In the writing process. Also having the soundtrack produced by Yvet Meza, the, the guy who composed the entirety of SPV3 soundtrack. Still have to play that. It's mid. Is it really? Yeah, one hundred percent. SPV3. Yep. Lactating Gator has the next question. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Change that name. <laughs> Change it. I want milk. <laughs> <laughs> he had to put his Google name Gaga. into a random name generator. I, 
No, that's uh, not normal. Yeah. Oh, that no. that is like the most cursed version of like the default <laughs> Xbox Live usernames. He's actually Lactating Gator 19. He's <laughs> actually one of our patrons. Hey there, Halo fans. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with our friends right after these messages. Goo Gaga. <laughs> I don't want milk. <laughs> Lactating Gator asks, do you think any other Spartans deserve the title Hyper Lethal other than Chief and Noble Six? No. Yes. All of them. Mm. Isn't it like about like... No, it was a BS term made by Bungie that means absolutely nothing. Was it? Absolutely. I've looked it up. I've done research. It means nothing. Really? But yep. a lot of people will use it for the Noble Six argument. They will every single time. He's the only other hyper lethal vector. It's like, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Fred can beat Chief. So what then? Is he also hyper lethal? Because he's not classified as hyper lethal in the lore, quote unquote. <laughs> I think it's time to accept that maybe lore is something written by committee. And sometimes there's inconsistencies. Well, Hyperlethal was literally written for the mark, like from the marketing team. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's by committee. Therefore, a lot of hands in that pot, mm -hmm. like total, there's going to be things that might clash. Shane, you look conflicted. Like Lucasfilm has a story group where they literally their one job is to maintain continuity. <laughs> that didn't go well. No. <laughs> <laughs> Think of how hard it is when you don't have that. <laughs> like, it's going to be all over the place. It's just how it works. You just got to. You can't like. Put too much like emphasis on. But in the Halo CE uh, handbook. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it, lore can change. It can have different versions. Now, granted, Halo does not experience this very often. It, it, that's that's very true. Hyper Lethal was a thing that was for Halo Reach's marketing, and it was supposed to be like the way that you would understand that Noble Six is as good as Master Chief, if not better, and you're playing as him. Congratulations. But instead, they instead of making it so that it actually had a meeting, I mean, you can look it up. Hyper Lethal really doesn't. It doesn't. It just doesn't. It's not. Next question. <laughs> we are halfway done, gentlemen. Russian asks, what is the best ship class and the best ship name for one? Hmm? What is the best ship class and the best ship name? Dreadnought sounds pretty cool. <laughs> God. <laughs> He means the Forerunner one. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah, the about. Forerunner one. He knows, I know, his, I get, no, he knows I get, his stuff. I put it together in my brain. Right, Connor? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have to say, I do like me a good old Covenant carrier, and I do love me some Shadow of Intent. I believe that is a CCS battle cruiser. No, it's a carrier, I thought. So it's a CAS carrier. <laughs> Super carrier, One specifically. Second. I'm sorry, I don't... I'm, I, I, I know why, why, why you're I, looking I, it up. I, I'm going to give my answer. I'm, Go for it. I, I like the name Spirit of Fire better, but Forward Unto Dawn holds more weight for me. Okay, so the Forward Unto Dawn, if I remember correctly... It, the frigate class changed from Halo 3 to Halo 4 for some reason, but I'm fairly certain in Halo 3 it was... Discrepancies There's in a lore. band called Shadow of Intent. 
That's so cool. Uh, shout out to them. I don't know what their content is, so maybe that was a bad shout out, but... Uh, yeah, on... I think it was a Chiron class frigate in Halo It three. is an assault carrier. CAS then? Yeah, okay. Uh, cool. So, yeah, that that's a fantastic frigate. The one that they changed it to is pretty mid. It looks kind of gross. My favorite is the Phoenix class uh, colony ship Spirit of Fire. It's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that question, Russian. It's very cool. <clears throat> Guyvertron, one of my favorite people from the book club. He's very fun to talk to. And by one of my favorite, I mean everyone's my favorite in the book club, but Guyver, he's he's one of our he's I think he's a favorite of everybody because he, he first of all, he's got this golden toned voice. Guyvertron asks if Johnson survived at the end of Halo 3 and made it back to Earth with Arbiter, would he have joined the Spartan 4 program or stayed with the Marines? And if he became a Spartan 4, what version of Mjolnir would he wear and why would it be the soldier version? <laughs> <laughs> you see, I see him as a seeker fellow myself. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think he would. I think he'd retire. After all that, yeah. I, I I want to say I think he'd want to go if he's have two babes on each arm and just enjoy smoking a time. Stussy on the beach. Yep, yep. I I, I, I don't I think he genuinely would have retired, um, up until unless something like in, until like something were to happen again, where I think maybe he'd like consider reenlisting. But like once you know floods defeated, covenants defeated, you know the Saint Healy leave. John is MIA, presumed dead. I think he probably, like, realistically, he probably would hang it up for at least a little bit mm -hmm. um, until something. June would come knocking on that door. He always does. Johnson comes and rescues us in the Battle of Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Which that, is a real battle. That is a real battle. That yes. That it canonically, that Cleveland, Ohio was invaded in Halo Cannon. <laughs> yes. But banished? Was it banished or was it Covenant? I'm fairly certain it was banished. Was it banished? Fairly certain. And London. London, anyway, was, London was also invaded. Kind of have to backtrack a little bit because I forgot that there was a second part to Russian's question on the ships thing. Okay. If you are a captain of a UNSC or Covenant ship, what ship class is it and what ship name would you have it be named oh as? Oh, God, that makes me be creative off the top of the head. Okay, well, I would, of course, be the shipmaster yes. of a supercarrier. Dope. And the name would be... Dance Central for the Xbox 360. He's, you keep reading the games <laughs> on my shelf. It's a running gag at this point. Okay. I, if I actually had to think of a name, something Covenanty, I don't. It's hard to think of off the I, top of my head. I can head. give an answer because I've thought about this already before, like what? a long time ago. For you or for me? For me. Well, then it's probably not going to be for me. No, but I'm saying like give you time. Okay. To think. Go ahead. So I would probably I would love to have myself. Uh, also a super carrier because it's it's just a gorgeous looking ship, uh, and it would be named the Illusion of Necessity. Hmm, lovely. You see, I came up with that name on accident while I was trying to explain to Bryant how much Halo lies to you in the campaigns on what's actually important to do in Halo Reach. Uh, in the mission Nightfall. Uh, you can skip all of it. <laughs> you can, even the part that where you have to do, to protect the insurrectionists. You can just run right past that part, 
game will not stop you or punish you for it. They will just despawn and the game will say, darn, we lost them and you move on with your life. So I said, yeah, Halo has this problem with like the illusion of necessity. And then I froze. (laughs) I have a name. (laughs) Yeah. The omen of hardship. Omen of hardship. What does that mean? Omen is a sign. Oh. <laughs> a signal a i can't be creative right now so i'll let you like seeing that like one out. <laughs> seeing like a, a cross in the sky is an omen of god yes seeing my ship is an omen of hardship <laughs> I, would, I, I, I would have a frigate but if if it, i don't know the name I, if a name comes to me i'll just blurt it out randomly <laughs> what, what's the name of the biggest ship that the unsc has the infinity, the infinity but i don't know what the name of the ship's actually called is it an infinity class ship? Stop <laughs> it. Yeah. All right. Wait, actually? Uh-huh. No, oh. you're lying. No, it's an infinity class ship. No, you're no, lying. No, it's not. You're no, let me, hold on. You're lying to me. No, I you're don't trying to make I me am. look dumb. No, I don't think I am. Hold on. Anyways, I'm talking about combine three of these together, put a giant space laser in there that can shoot giant ships or uh, planets even. You mean a Mac cannon? Yeah, sure. You. Anyways, uh, on the ship. anyways, the name of the ship, we're going to call it the Compensator. Ah. UNSC Infinity INF 101 is an experimental Infinity class supercarrier and my ship will be the super duper carrier the super duper carrier next up my ship will be called Big Boat (laughs) this is UNSC Big Boat that'd be hilarious next question comes from Dynamics MG or IMG Dynamics IMG which of the known covenant species is your favorite slash would you choose to be? Personally, I think I'd want to be a San Shayum and get my master's degree in gaslighting. Why be a warrior when you can just convince billions of them to do what you want? Plus a floaty chair. <laughs> that's, that's a, you know, I never thought of that's it. That a great, that, that's a great answer. <laughs> you guys already know. But what I'm also say. you have, you have, you have testicles for chins. So uh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> As much as I'd probably have to, I'm not like riding coattails, but I'm saying it first. So uh, I'd probably choose Sanghealy. You! <laughs> uh, just be, just because they're they giant gator. Yes. <laughs> that a giant a, lactating gator. Stop. <laughs> Shout out to the dude who Shang gave us his question for normal name. Sanghealy milk. So you would be a Sanghealy as well then, James? No. Oh, what? No, I would. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to subvert expectations, but I'm not bad at being dishonest. So. Yeah. Next question's got you pinned on that anyway. Connor, okay. what, what's what's yours? I think you know. Brute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this was basically answered by my favorite weapon. Yeah. He would be achieved in Big Ape Man. <laughs> I will send you across the map <laughs> with your insides inside out. <laughs> I think. Of all of them, do Huragok count? No, but I don't think they count. They're in the Covenant, though. Yeah, but they're a slave species that's used as a tool. Okay, but what about the Grunts? They don't believe in it. Yes, they do. Not all of they're them. They're very impressionable. Yeah, but most of them, like a very large <laughs> number of them, don't. I just actually feel believe. you're trying to be unique. No, I just like the Huragok. Okay, you want to have a bomb strapped to your chest and be the first thing disposed of if under any trouble? Not all of them ended up like that. Some most, most of them. Most of them were just repair guys that would go out on on voyages to find forerunner things because they were the only things that could influence like interact <laughs> with them. 
Plus, you haven't you haven't read Contact Harvest. That book is fantastic, and it has a very nice relationship between a grunt and a hurragog, and I would love to have that relationship for me. <laughs> You've convinced me. As much as I still feel you are doing this to be unique. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now non-zero milk MT comes back with another question for us. What is your favorite Spartan slash covenant knowing James being the covenant shill story? And can you tell the story? Um, I, I mean, here's the thing. My, if I'm not going to choose, I'm not going to choose chief because it's boring. <laughs> yes. I am going to go with, and again, most of the characters from Halo Reach don't have, um, you know, too much of a backstory. I know Emil lost his brother um, mm-hmm. from the Covenant, and he talks, he's quoted um, several times about collecting on the debt of his brother and just basically being a straight up menace to the Covenant and going, even like going down, taking Covenant out like to his dying breath in defiance. Like, I just think... He has a very, very interesting backstory, and um, I like the idea that his helmet was mass-produced as an intimidation factor yes. against insurrections and uh, Covenant banished alike. It's just, there's a lot to that, Like, and they, they find a way to canonize it in a multiplayer um, that that's how they basically justify it. Like, oh, oh boy, it was, uh, and if you go to Halo 5 and you scroll over the helmet, um, it talks about his helmet being, you know, manufactured for Spartans as, uh, again, an intimidation factor. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Uh, I can I can completely understand why you would see his story is so good, especially since it is. <laughs> I can tell you think it's good because of the way it is. Exactly. You can tell this. What is it? What's the tree that he he says? You can tell it's a. You can tell it's a birch tree. No, no. no. <laughs> You can tell it's the whatever. James, what what what's your favorite uh Sanghealy and what's what's the story of that Sanghealy? Uh well it shouldn't be a shocker that it's the arbiter and it's specifically his story in Halo 2, because I find it very funny enough human. Would you mind telling us the entire thing? No. <laughs> Thank you. Go ahead then. Oh shit. <laughs> uh the arbiter he he covenant guy he get accused of not being so covenant wow you're terrible at this never mind just and then he's the arbiter (laughs) and then he was is like damn this whole this i i you know sign me up to be an atheist any day (laughs) Um, (laughs) this whole this whole great journey is kind of fucking bullshit (laughs) and then he becomes uh his own person yes yes indeed I have to say my favorite character is that George. George. George the man. Big man with the big gun. Do you know anything about his story? Uh, it, <laughs> it ended abruptly. <laughs> it did indeed. Yes. Yes. That's, do you know, do you know what makes him super unique from Noble Team? Uh, he carries a big gun. That too. That too. He's the only Spartan too. Oh, he's the only Spartan too? Yeah. Yes. That's why he knows Halsey. And if you look at him, he is much, much larger. Oh, I, I, I know that. He is much. That. The augmentations hit him like a brick. <laughs> he is. We what, call that a glow up. What, what version is that man right there? What chief? He's a two. Oh, he's a, oh, he's a two two. Him, him, George. Okay, so, so there's only two twos then. 
No. No. D- no. No. There the, were there were one hundred there were one hundred and fifty children that were up for Spartan to augmentation. Half of them died during the augmentation, and then only a small portion, potentially only thirty three, actually became Spartans. Okay. And then I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you something for context. I was gonna okay. say then Chiefs Kay. whole team. See the height. See the size. Take it in. Okay. <laughs> that that <laughs> says seven four. Okay. Chief is like a seven two seven. Seven one seven. I think he's gonna grab a, a Spartan threes average height. <laughs> uh, Chiefs. Seven, no, I was, I was just no, showing. Chiefs, it, I was just showing uh, him se- a comparison yeah, se- of George. Seven, seven solid. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So like, if you lo- you just look at George, like yeah, I know. Chief I can tell he's tall. Is a chief isn't too far off from how big George is. Yeah, but there's a lot of Spartan twos. The, and okay. we, we're gonna have to catch you up on a lot of the stories yeah. and, there. And then um, when we were playing uh, five, I believe that whole team that follows Chief around. Oh, they all twos. They're as well. twos as well. That's I've, blue team. I figured as much. I yeah, much. yeah. My favorite, just because his story refuses to end, and I very much love how he is as a character. June, like he's my favorite Spartan story. Not my favorite Spartan. Fred okay, still is still going, but <laughs> June, June is just—he's a different breed. He's wild at what he does. His wild actions in New Blood where he uses some dude's corpse to kick himself from outer space back into a station that had the walls blown out is pretty awesome. (laughs) Based. (laughs) Now, we have only one question left. No, two questions left. One from Pwnstar777, self-proclaimed fanboy, by the way. He he said that in general chat one time. He was just like, I'm, I'm your biggest fanboy. So, hello, I biggest fanboy. <laughs> what weapon... Come back out, next week. What weapon out of all the Halo games is, one, your favorite, and two, which are you the most proficient with? Mine is the assault rifle on both criteria. Um, my favorite is the sword. If my proficiency varies depending on the game. Um, <laughs> Let's say infinite for, for the conversation. Infinite, a little bit mid. If I have a grapple shot, obviously it's wraps. Um, <laughs> but I find the red reticle in that game to be extremely inconsistent. Yes. And um, it, I will be red and I will just whiff. Yep. It doesn't matter. And oftentimes... I'm scared to pick it up because I know I might lose it after one kill. Yeah. Um, maybe I'm just a shitter, but, um, uh, but that is, that's just my favorite weapon. It's my, I find still find it the most fun weapon to use. Um, Halo five sword is the best. Don't at me. I, I don't care about you. Halo two sword. It's really good. I know, but when you combine that Halo 5 movement with its pretty nice and generous um, red reticle, especially with uh, smart scope in that game, I loved it. And also Prophet's Bane. Prophet's Bane. Prophet's Bane. Period. <laughs> that gives me uh, custom games PTSD. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, James. Yeah. <laughs> I would say my favorite uh, shocker, uh, my favorite gun in Halo not counting Halo Infinite, just in general, just the traditional pump shotgun. Um, I liked. I had. I have a soft spot for Halo Four shotgun. The Halo Four shotgun felt really, really comfortable and good. Um, but if we're talking Infinite, it's definitely sure as hell not the Bulldog. Bulldog's gotten some love over the over the years. The Converge Bulldog. Mm, they, the variant Smacks. of the Bulldog. Yeah, it's great. I just want but, everyone to know that Connor's hitting his own knuckles with a hammer. <laughs> 
Can y'all hear it? I, no, I can, I can see. Maybe you can faintly hear a... You can hear your bones. I mean, we could hear you hitting your elbow on the table. <laughs> Don't do it again. What are you no <laughs> shit. I mean, it's not... Okay, okay. I want to I get this taken care yes, of. Yes, yes. Okay. We only have one question yep. left. So, um, favorite gun of all time, Halo 4 shotgun. That, that is, I feel the Halo 4 shotgun feels great. Okay. I like the Halo 4 shotgun, but if we're talking infinite, um, this is the best I've ever been with any assault rifle. I think the Halo Infinite <laughs> assault rifle is the best assault rifle we've it's, ever gotten. I think it's really the best assault rifle no, in the all, franchise. All, all I loved all of the pro players like crying me a river. Assault rifle is too powerful. It's like, okay, use it. <laughs> like the like the battle rifle in Halo Two wasn't overpowered. Like, bro, like, Don't come nerf on. the mangler though. <laughs> I'm so glad the mangler's back. I want to keep. I want to keep doing my one shot boom. And now it's back. One shot boom is gone. Is is it's here. It's returned. Yeah, I I never understood. Like everyone's like, wait, like I, I get like the the old fashioned, but in the bungee days, the niche for the assault rifle was do 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 do. Yes, but the intent of a gun. Is to shoot and kill. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't think it's a bad thing that the assault rifle has some decent range, some decent damage, and you don't have to rely on smacking someone in the head with it to actually get the job done. You can gun somebody. Yes. And like you said, you found out a little thing the other day. Like if you just strafe against an, a, a battle rifle at close range and you know what you're doing, you will win against a battle rifle. Yes. And I think that bothers. Luckily, this isn't Rainbow Six, and 343 doesn't cater just to the 1% of people who play the game, that being the pros. Pro players are not real. <laughs> They're not oh my real. God. Also, the assault rifle in previous games, I never even considered it a weapon to use. I just, all right, yeah. let's go pick up a, something else. In, in Halo 5, you go, in a, you go in a normal quick play, and you have the assault rifle. Start of the game, look to your left and right. Assault rifle. Different gun. And the thing magnum. is, though, if you, Mag, if you yeah, guys magnum, remember, magnum. yeah, I used the Magnum over the assault you rifle. You should. If you guys remember the Halo Five assault rifle, uh, pre-weapon two was patch good. was good. Was actually really good. Yeah. Then they made it reticle a lot smaller, and they made it more accurate. But it's like. The second you get any flinch well, from a precision weapon, you're done. That, that's yeah. done that's so. three four three overcompensating with feedback once again. They get a little bit of feedback on something and they overcompensate yeah. on it. Connor, what's uh, what's your favorite weapon and most effective weapon? Uh, f- favorite weapon, I'd probably have to go with the gravity hammer again. <laughs> we're we're all like just <laughs> we've we've already practically answered this question. But earlier. my answer I, will be different. I I will say my most uh, the best the weapon I'm best with probably the grenade launcher from. Five. It is in five. It is, it, in, it, five. It is in Reach and five, Re- but it is referred the to as pipe. the Halo Reach grenade launcher. <laughs> <laughs> and then but, the uh, variant, the, the Pro Pipe, the was pro, just insane. The Pro Pipe, the blue one. Are you talking games? about the yeah. blue? It would track. It, like if you bounce it, it yes. bounced towards. Yeah, it was nuts. Holy crap! Yeah. <laughs> it was so fun. No, the Pro Pipe Here's, was great. I'm a huge proponent of quantity over quality when it comes to Halo Sandbox. That's why I think. I, I'm probably super in the minority. I think Halo 5 has the by far the best weapon sandbox. No, I think we, because of quantity. Here's I, a, super no. Fiesta made that game. Is like f- Super Fiesta was like w- the most populated playlist, I feel. That might mm-hmm. that's probably not true, but it felt like it. Yes. Um you still find Super Fiesta games to this day, and I struggle to find quick play if I want to randomly play Halo 5, which is rare. <laughs> 
but it does happen. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it definitely, well, it, it, the, those types of weapons definitely had a niche. I, I, if they had that kind of stuff, I wouldn't be mad, but I'd like them to keep that kind of stuff like out of ranked and out of like normal matchmaking. Like if you want to put those in like, I mean, yeah, if you want, if you want to keep them in like specific mode, that's fine. The only that's reason that you don't have those is because you don't have Warzone. Warzone, <laughs> it, those guns were designed with Warzone in mind and with the pack mm. system in mind. Yes. Um, now the only purpose they serve is super fiesta if you had things that op like again mm-hmm. um so therefore like you're not going to see nornfang or like something ridiculous like that in the near future which sucks because <laughs> nothing matches that high of playing super fiesta or playing husky raid and spawning <laughs> in and Oh, I have Tartarus's gavel. The answer. The answer. Like when you're glow- <laughs> when bane. you spawn in Super Fiesta and you're glowing either blue or red, red or you're North. invisible, you're like, it's wraps. <laughs> but there also wasn't a worse feeling than getting something and then getting spawn killed. Yes. <laughs> Which, oh yes. I got oh I got Norvink dead because of a pro it's, pipe launched across the uh, and the usual reaction is the usual reaction is screaming (laughs) and and you know i think we should just make this publicly stated we very much support the concept of having multiple weapons for similar roles i don't think there was any problem with having a br and a carbine i let me illustrate how i agree and disagree okay because i think it's been done right and done wrong okay it's done right in halo 3 Mm -hmm. it's done right in halo 5 Mm mm-hmm I think it was done wrong in Halo 4. There was clear weapons that were way better than others. Yes. They, in the, the, uh, the weapons all functionally were similar. But if you didn't use the light rifle or DMR, you're doing yourself a disservice. And the BR. The BR was good, too. Yes, but BR, B- the carbine BR. was nerfing yourself. Yeah. The storm rifle was nerfing yourself. The suppressor was nerfing yourself. <laughs> uh, the plasma pistol was good for BTB. Maybe and breaking shields if you want a noob combo, <laughs> but like it was the redundancy was a bit um was a bit trivial, a bit trivial. Um, I'd take the shotgun over the scatter shot any day. Mm-hmm. Not the case in Halo Five. There's a there's pros and cons to both. Mm-hmm. Um, like you can go musket mode as we called it, like <laughs> with uh, the scatter shot by yeah. aiming down sight. That was um, fun. And the thing is, if there's two, here's. Here's the thing that doesn't make sense. Um, there shouldn't be redundancy um, in the weapon sandbox. The bandit is redundant. I don't care what anyone says. Okay. It's like, oh, we need something between the sidekick and the BR, yeah, that's which is not a very wide gap in my opinion. Um, it's like the most like not needed role in that game. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you have your vehicle killer, and that's the skewer, and and then you have your splash damage vehicle killer, and that's the rocket. Mm-hmm. Um, where is that kind of, I guess, the cinder shot? I was going to say, like, intermediate, like, fuel rod type weapon. Yeah, we would need the fuel rod back. Um, the Ravager is... Cheeks. Nothing. Um, <laughs> I only Ravagers, use it... They act, uh, the Ravager they made pretty decent. The Ravager is good. I, somewhat good, at it least. It is a good uh, tool. It is not a good gun. Would you pick it up and go, go oh, thank God. I will say no. <laughs> but if you get it in Husky Raid, you can 
just launch a couple it's good for asset denial capture the flag capture the flag king of the hill it's very good debuff right there and like it's a useful tool and a lot of people argue that's what halo weapons sandbox should be some people get mad about the ar being able to kill people yeah (laughs) because they're like oh it's meant to just be you know a buffer weapon where you can you know break someone's shields and go in with the melee and it's like the, the combat dance it's like I like my combat dance in my campaign, not so much in my multiplayer. Well, and, and that's the that thing. with the Asariful, like having that niche it did years ago, there, it, there was a lot of trades. And I think that gets very redundant and boring for gameplay. If you both yes. just half a mag into somebody, bop, both dead. Yep. Th- th- and that can that happen. happens a lot in Infinite, too. No, it, like, it, don't it, get me wrong. Right. No, I mean, it, it, that's just Halo's formula in general, like just how the, a lot how, of kill trading. <laughs> right. But I just feel like it was definitely more prominent when the Asariful was more of a half mag melee and i feel like that was like that was the goal for this and i just don't like the idea of a primary weapon having that kind of function the fact that it can actually you can aim from a decent distance away break someone's shields and just in the same mag also kill them now from a fair distance away like don't get me wrong like you're not sniping anybody you probably like you could probably nail someone in the head a few times with it from a distance and it would probably kill them but like it's not like the battle rifle by any means but like you can actually have some accuracy at range whereas beforehand it was it used to be just absolutely terrible like, at range where's my saw where's my saw <laughs> where's the saw like the saw was so fun to use uh-huh. and like there needs to be a unsc just bullet spitter yep whether it's you can go two ends of that whether it's the smg or the saw yep you need that high rate of fire not quite a power weapon, power weapon. Okay, the saw is a power weapon. I was going to say saw is definitely saw is a, power a power weapon. weapon. Don't get me wrong. SMG is definitely not. SMG is not. But the SMG in Halo 5 at launch was so good at killing people Dude. that it, it, like, they nerfed it. But, like, at launch, I loved that. You thing. know, I was on the fixed breakout crew. Bring back breakout. Breakout fixed Halo breakout, Infinite. Fixed breakout. Fixed breakout. Fixed breakout. Breakout and Infinite would be very good, I think. Probably. I think infinite would it have out. the maps though. I liked the purple map. Those Blue freaking grid awesome maps. Awesome grid maps were so did sick. You, did you guys watch my clip I sent the other day? Yeah, I remember that clip. Pretty nice. Yeah, very much so. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of our show. Thank you so much for listening as per usual to the people who have actually gone ahead and followed us. That's always a good way to support us. You can either follow us here on Spotify or you can give us a rating. Ratings are always helpful. For those of you who aren't listening on Spotify, I don't know what you do. I don't I don't keep track of that stuff. Who are you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Welcome to the show. Um, A minute. But, you know, these ratings go a long way. They help us get higher up in the in the availability and the visibility. It's very helpful for us. So very much appreciate that support. If you want to support us further, you can go to patreon.com forward slash jumperscape. If you want to join the community, you can go to discord.gg forward slash jumperscape. We have our name everywhere. It's just the way that it is. We very much would love to talk to you. We'd love to meet you. And if you want to get your questions on the episode, the best way to do it, the only way to do it is to go into the discord and go into the Q&A section where you can go ahead and just ask any question you want not any of them please make them at least something we can answer actually like okay on the show and have normal sounding names <laughs> that's oh completely completely optional in my opinion <laughs> maybe, side, side objective optional maybe, maybe you want us to say something funny on the air you know that's a good it's way just to do the it. fact that we, we had a genuine conversation 
um, like had good answers all around. Yeah. Up next, we have lactating gator. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> but very much. Thinking, oh, I, I hope they say my name on stream, <laughs> on air, on podcast. It, it could just be baiting us. Yeah. Yeah. But it was still very much appreciate all the feedback feedback that we get. We've been looking at the Q and A's on our Spotify episodes. Love getting responses there. Been seeing all the votes that have been going up. The ep- those votes, those polls on every episode. Is this episode good? That's actually helpful. It helps us figure out what we're doing wrong and what we're doing right. So keep on doing that. It's very helpful. But for those of you who are still here and still listening, uh, what are you doing? We're done. Uh, thanks for listening. Is there anything you guys would like to say before we tell, send them off? Goodbye, and thank you for tuning in to the library. Whoa. You don't, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I, I hate to ask this, but how long can I troll chat about my existence on the show? <laughs> for as long as you want. Wait, am I, have I been announced yet on the, on yeah. the chat? Oh. Kind of. I think. It, wait, do they know my name or anything? No. I think it'd be fun to go in there and act like a random. <laughs> if you do whatever you want to do, they might recognize you right off the bat. Who knows? Yeah, the few that saw that uh, or listened to that episode. Yeah, I was on. Maybe yeah. they'll be excited to see you. Yeah. Also, thanks for bringing me in, having me in here. Can't, yeah. Can't wait to do this some more. Yeah. Next week we're going to be doing some more community-focused stuff because we have a lot of things that are coming up uh, and have already been released. And of course we got to get a little bit of our quirkiness released. So, thank you so much for listening once again and we'll see you guys next week on the library. The library was produced and published by Jumperscape Audio. Funding was provided by our fantastic patrons on Patreon. If you enjoy the show and wish to support Jumperscape's future projects or get some sweet benefits, join our Patreon at patreon.com jumperscape or become part of this truly special community at discord.gg jumperscape. Thank you for your listenership and we hope you enjoyed. <laughs>